0: Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of The Father Matters Show. I would like to personally invite you to our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference, Thursday, March 17th, hosted at River of Life in Phoenix, Arizona. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Special guest speakers and representatives from the Department of Child Safety, Family Law Attorneys and Division of Child Support Services. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Topics include how to find the right attorney, divorce and separation, child support and visitation, modification of child support, and much, much more. Don't miss this powerful day, Thursday, March 17th. Log on to fathermatters.org. This is the Father Matters Show
1: with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims.
0: Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener-supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Well, next month, Father Matters is hosting our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference Thursday, March 17th. Log on to fathermatters.org. Get your seat. Register early. We had uh, close to 200 people last year. We move into a bigger location, which is the River of Life. And one of our special guest speakers is here today. Wendy Hernandez is a Phoenix family law attorney, divorce coach, Founder of the Hernandez Family Law Firm and creator of the Command the Courtroom Workshops. Welcome to the Father Matters show, Wendy.
1: Thank you so much, Vance. I'm happy to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're on the lineup for the fifth annual court and custody conference next month.
1: It's going to be powerful. It's, it's awesome.
0: It's going to be very powerful. But before we get into some of the issues of why some of us end up needing conferences like this or family law attorneys, why command the courtroom workshops?
1: Well, I developed Command the Courtroom workshops um, after having been an attorney for 20 years and a family law attorney for about 18 years, and I go into the courtroom, and I see a lot of people representing themselves, and they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to admit evidence, and that's the way that you get your point across to the court is by your presentation. So what I see people do is crash and burn a lot of the time in the family law courtroom. And I don't think that serves the ends of justice all the time. And that's what it's about is justice and the best interests of the children. So what I thought is I would empower people to educate themselves because they think knowledge is power. I want to teach people how to conduct themselves in the family law courtroom. So that's why the program is called Command the Courtroom. I show them trial skills from beginning to end, from preparing the case to getting into the courtroom, what you need to say, what you need to do, and how you need to prep. That's just one aspect. There's a lot of programs I have as part under the Command the Courtroom umbrella, but that's where I'm fo- focusing And on you're energy. going
0: to be talking about this next month at the Court Custody Conference. That's right. And... Through the partnership with Hernandez Family Law Firm and Father Matters, you have been doing commander courtrooms at our facility for once a month. They've been very powerful. And February 16th is the next commander courtroom. That's right. And what I'm, what I'm loving is how, because we get phone calls from people having issues from divorce, to custody, to, to all kinds of issues. And it's heavy and it's hard. And people's hearts are heavy. And when when, when you was willing to partner with us and bring this, Men and women are leaving feeling like they have a tool.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, and that's something, if you can touch on that, that they can be more equipped to do something like this.
1: That's right. So I want to give the people the tools to understand because, you know, um, I don't want to say winning a case because I don't think in family law cases people necessarily win. Um there's not a clear winner and there's not a clear loser. If people aren't getting along, the children are the ones who lose. Unfortunately, Absolutely. Un- I know that firsthand. Okay. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's difficult. Um, but I want to show people the tools, like you said, yes. to be able to provide the judge with the right information, the information that the judge needs to make the best decision for the children and for the family. So some of the tools that I show people is, you know, what is evidence, for example, what types of things can be used as evidence? And how do you go about collecting the evidence? Once you have evidence in hand, what do you do with it? Do you need to share it with the other side? And the answer is yes, by the way. You do need to share it with the other side. Don't just
0: show up in court and say, ha-ha, I got this one, you.
1: Exactly. What would happen? Oh, well, and a lot of times the judge would say, you didn't disclose it to the other side in a timely fashion. I'm not going to hear it. You know, and that can be devastating for a case. And there are some situations where a judge would let the evidence in, but it's really not fair. Yeah. So, yeah, disclosing stuff according to the rules of Arizona Family Law Procedure, I, I talk to people about that. Um, I talk to them about how to get evidence admitted in court because a lot of times they show up with their evidence and they think because it's there mm-hmm. and it's marked as an exhibit that is automatically into evidence and it's not. There are steps you have to take to get the judge to look at that evidence.
0: And when you say evidence, because some people say this is she's talking family law. We're talking about custody. You can even have evidence. For that can you give an example of, of evidence, emails, or what, what would be that's evidence? A
1: perfect example, and you know, and that's one I see a lot of the time now. Um, emails are evidence, text messages are evidence, photographs are evidence, witness testimony is considered evidence. So, um, there is tons of types of evidence. It, you know, a, a picture of a, a pill bottle or a picture of drug par- paraphernalia can yeah. be evidence, a certified copy of a conviction. For some sort of drug offense can be evidence. Or domestic violence. Or domestic violence, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Police reports. So in Arizona, um, in family court, the rules of evidence are extremely relaxed unless somebody says, Judge, I insist that the rules of evidence be strictly followed. So what it means to have relaxed rules of evidence is that a judge is going to look at almost anything and everything that is relevant to the case. Mm-hmm. And speaking of relevant, that's one of the tools that I teach people in my Command the Courtroom workshop is, mm-hmm. what does it mean to have relevant evidence? And we touch on um, the rules of evidence lightly. We don't delve too deep because that's a whole semester of law school. Right. But I give people a basic understanding and knowledge of the rules of evidence so they can go into the courtroom and have some uh, some confidence about about. Evidence.
0: But what I feel and what I know what is so awesome, the fact that you donate your time, you come to Father Matters once a month, and we, we serve over 3,000 families per year, Father Matters, from all types of situations. But when we deal with the, the issues of custody and child support of, and divorce, especially with a lot of the dads, it's not that they're not bad dads. They just don't know where to start. And for some of these guys, when they talk to an attorney and say, I need help, this is the truth, Fifteen hundred, two thousand three 000, five thousand dollars up front is a lot of money, and a lot of good fathers, moms as well, but mainly we focus on the dad. a lot of good dads are cannot should I say losing cases or not being able to see their children as much because they don't have representation, or when they go because they don't have representation, they don't know how to follow through that's right so so they're uh-huh. coming because if they had the money, they would go pay an attorney,
1: yeah, who wouldn't? right we'd all I had to hire an attorney once, and it was the least fun experience of my life mm. Every time I got the bill in the mail, my stomach just it dropped, so I can relate to what my clients go through because in addition to doing command the courtroom i do you know I do represent private clients yes. I understand how the money 's difficult, people work hard for their money, and it 's hard to go and drop two, three, four five thousand dollars where there 's no guarantees right um, so I want to empower people with the knowledge that they need. Uh, to have so they can go in and be successful in the courtroom.
0: Absolutely. And then on the flip side of that, because I'm with you, I've been been down the road with attorneys and things, and it's like, but we also need to realize the attorneys got to make a living. They they get help. They get support. You got to file all this stuff. This is why we get to attorneys. And, and, and again, I'm, you're going to hear me plugging this throughout the day, uh, uh, throughout the show today, February 16th. I want you to go to info at org to show interest in this. Because the reason why we're not giving you the time is because it's only open to the first 20 people because Wendy gets so deep and we want to keep it intimate. And when we try to put the address and the time out in the past, people who didn't even register were showing up and we don't want to have that. It's only open to the first 20 participants. Email us at info at fathermatters.org. It's Tuesday, February the 16th. We're not going to tell you the time or anything else. We will email you back. So, Wendy, you were talking about what what, what are some of the things? How do they feel when they leave equipped from... A command a courtroom.
1: Well, I hope that people feel to a certain extent a sense of relief or a sense of peace. And I know that any time a person is going through a battle in family court that there's a lot of anxiety. You know, they probably can't sleep at night. You know, there's no peace in life. And that's all consuming for the people who are going through the most important – something that concerns the most important things in their lives. But with just, you know, the few tips that I share during the one-hour workshop that I have every month at Father Matters. People can go into the courtroom with tools they can use immediately. And, and it's not even that they're going to the courtroom right away, but they know how they can start to gather evidence and what they need to d- do to disclose evidence. They know the basics of direct examination and how you ask questions on direct if mm-hmm. they do end up on the, in the courtroom. They know basics of cross-examination and how you ask a question on cross and how you prove somebody's maybe not telling the truth. Um, people know about objections to a very limited extent. And again, the monthly workshops are just an hour, so people aren't going to come out being an attorney.
0: That's right. But they're going to know more than what they knew before they came. That's right. What is an objection?
1: So an objection, you know, I kind of compare the family law courtroom to like a court, like a basketball court. And I'll talk about basketball because that's my favorite sport Mm -hmm. of all the sports. And when you're on the court or where you're in the courtroom, you have a rough. And in, in the family law courtroom, the judges you're rough. And if somebody is trying to do something that is not permitted in the courtroom, unlike basketball, it's your job to call the foul. So by calling the in order to call the foul, it's up to you to say, objection, your honor. This person's trying to get testimony in or evidence in. That is not permitted. So that is what an objection is. You're objecting to something that should not be allowed.
0: Do you only get one? Do you get five? Do you how, get- how does that work? You're going to say it all day long?
1: All day long if something's not permissible.
0: But the best thing is to do and say is objection.
1: That's right. Not
0: jump up. He's lying. She's lying. Hey, no, I didn't. That's because right. it's, it's, it gets disrespectful. It, it, it gets off course.
1: That's right. That's right. So that's
0: a key word to know.
1: Objection. Yep. So, you know, and in the workshop I talk about listen, listen for clues. There's certain clues you can listen for. If you have an objection, stand up calmly and say objection, and then you state your grounds for the objection. So there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. Don't do it like they do it on TV.
0: No, that's Hollywood. (laughs) February the 16th. We're having a Command the Courtroom for the first 20 people. Email us at info at fathermatters.org. You're listening to The Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is family law attorney Wendy Hernandez from Command the Courtroom. We'll be back after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of The Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Mark your calendar for March 17th for our fifth annual Court and Custody Conference. If you're not getting enough of Wendy Hernandez today, she is one of our guest speakers at the Court and Custody Conference. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Again, Thursday, March 17th is our Father Matters 5th Annual Court and Custody Conference hosted at the River of Life. Register online at fathermatters.org. Wendy, we were talking a little bit about objections. Let's go into exhibits. It says here on your flyer, the stuff cases are made of. How important and why should we have exhibits?
1: Well, exhibits are pretty important. If you're making certain claims and those claims can be supported by physical evidence. Um, So say, for example, you're involved in a child support case and and you're claiming that the ex or the other party makes a huge amount of money. The claim only means something if you can prove that. So if you walk into the courtroom and you say, well, my ex is lying, he, you know, is actually making X, Y, and Z, but you have nothing to support it, that's not going to carry a lot of weight with the judge. So... What you could do to prove your case is get bank bank records. Um, you could get uh, pay stubs. You could write to the person's employer and get all kinds of information from the employer. You could get tax records. So the evidence is what supports whatever the claims are that you're making, and it's really it's very important, I think. Um, you know, in, in some situations, there there isn't physical evidence to speak of. There are domestic violence cases where a person has been a victim and they've been afraid to call the police, so there's no police reports and there's no convictions. And in cases like that, it comes down to the credibility of the w- witnesses. Basically, it's a he said versus she said yes. thing, and the judge is going to have to make the call about who to believe. But whenever evidence exists... I really encourage people to get a hold of it and submit it to the court because it really helps solidify your case.
0: Absolutely, and and then one thing we got listeners all over the country, uh, Wendy. I shared that with you earlier, but one thing I, I want to share with the listeners: do not make a career out of your crises. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five years ago, I was a 22-year-old out-of-wedlock single dad, mm-hmm. and people don't realize I started Father Matters five years after that, 97, 1997, in San Jose, California. In my friend 's studio apartment with a pack of chocolate chip cookies, a pot of coffees, and four kitchen chairs, because from age twenty two to age twenty seven wendy, I was thrown through the ringer like you could not imagine, and I was court ordered and back in the '90s they were still trying to get all this stuff together, mm-hmm. this family law court stuff together, so I had to go to all these court ordered ordered parenting classes they wanted two, three hundred dollars they wanted thirty six forty weeks of my time wow. thirty six forty forty weeks. Of your time, and what was happening? I was going to these all these parenting classes and or court ordered classes, and all it was men and women in there, and all they were doing is just bashing the the ex, yeah. the father, the mother, the ex wife, the ex husband, whatever. And I don't know what it is it got in my heart. I was at my friend's studio apartment. His name is Paul, and and I said, all I want to do, Paul, is get a support group for men who just want to be good dads, good fathers mm-hmm. to their child or children. Mm-hmm. You know, and me, I grew up without my dad. So I was one of those situations where I'm not going to not be in my son's life because I am not together with the mom. And people need to realize just because you're not with that spouse does not mean you're a bad father or a bad mother. That relationship just didn't work. Right. Okay, so let's just grow up and handle this because if the the money that you're pouring into uh, attorneys and in courts is the money that you could be saving for your child or children. And people get hurt really bad, and and we attack each other, and we come at each other. I was just a young kid, filed bankruptcy, lost everything, cars repossessed. So I turned that pain into a purpose. That's why I started Father Matters in 1997. And there was nothing like court and custody. There were no Wendy Hernandez willing to give their time to speak to people to say, let me help you out, give you an idea. I can't give it all to you. I can't represent you for free, but let me give you an idea of what's going on. So that's when I started doing the court custody conferences. I've been doing them uh, back in San Jose, California, before I moved here in Phoenix in 05, but now we're doing the fifth annual. And this is something that if you're not going through this, but if you know someone have them go if they're in the Phoenix, Arizona area because within the next two to three years, I want to start taking these nationally mm-hmm. because I always get emails. Can you bring your court and custody conference to L.A.? Can you bring this conference that the different conferences that we put on? And it's going to happen, yep. you know, because and it's a forty five dollar fee. But for forty five dollars, they're going to get thousands and thousands of dollars of free information. That's right. And they need to realize it's not about attacking the other parent. We know we're hurt. We know it's emotional. But how important is it just to stay in your lane, stay on course, Wendy. That's right. How important is that?
1: It's so important, you know, and I have a couple of thoughts on that. You know, one of the intentions that I set for this new year is really to help people learn to live a more peaceful coexistence with, their, with the other parent. Mm-hmm. It's so important for the children if they're, you know, when the children are involved. And I know a really wise psychotherapist. She's been practicing for a while. She's written a couple of books, and she lives in New York City, and she told me once that it's not divorce or separation that messes kids up, but it's the conflict between the parents that does. How
0: about that? And Can you say that one more time?
1: So it's not the divorce between the or the separation that messes kids up. It's the conflict between the parents that does. And, you know, people don't see that when they're withholding Christmas Day from the other parent when it's rightfully their day, how that hurts the child or calling the police you know, when there's a dispute. That hurts the child. Not
0: paying the child support.
1: That hurts the child.
0: Not being available on your visitation time or your, should we say, parenting time.
1: That's right. It hurts the child. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, I see people, it may not be their parenting time day, but there's a special event that's going on, a family member who's in town or a wedding or some special event, and they ask the other parent, hey, I know it's not my day, but can I have joey and the other parent says no it's not your day that hurts the child so you know people really should learn to be a little more flexible with each other and just think about the child before themselves the child's a child
0: i want you to mark on your calendar if you know someone here in the phoenix area february 16th for a commander courtroom with wendy and again email us at info at because it's only going to be the first 20 this is not the conference the first twenty people only. And if you cannot make the February sixteenth intimate, uh, commander courtroom with Mindy, uh, with Wendy, mark your calendar for March seventeenth for our court and custody conference. Uh, log on to FatherMatters.org for more information. Who should attend? Parents, family members, social workers, case managers, faith leaders, counselors, everyone. Go to fathermatters.org, register for the court in, fifth annual Father Matters Court and Custody Conference. And and also, Wendy, is, is not only is this emotional is taxing and, and, and financially taxing, you are like just basically you're stopping your life for this. It takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. How do you talk to people about saying, look, while you're going through this, you know, do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But remember, you still have to move on.
1: That's right. That's right. So, it, you know, there is when people when I work with people on a one on one basis and we talk about compromising and settling with the other side, you know, not only do I talk to them about, well, what are you going to have to give up financially um, or, um, you know, emotionally? But just in terms of the energy this is consuming in your life, um, somebody else once told me, would you rather be right about something or would you rather be done and move on with your life? Would you rather be right or would you rather be done? And there is a huge emotional cost to all of these cases that, you know, you can't put a dollar sign on, but it it affects your health. It affects your sleep. It affects your relationships with other people. It might affect your work. So Definitely your health. That's right. Absolutely.
0: What would you say, Wendy, to the person that say, hey, every time I turn around a petition is being filed or my ex-spouse is just – We know that that person is holding on to something. What do you say about that person is trying to say, where is this falling out of the sky from?
1: Oh, you know, and that's that's really a difficult one, because unfortunately, you know, here and there, there are people who are doing that. And I don't know what's involved. I've seen them in my practice. They're hard to manage people on the other side who are just falling, filing petitions left and right. And sometimes there are deeper issues. Yes. Personality disorders, mental health issues. And all I can tell. The parent who is on the receiving end is just, you know, do your best and be honest, be upfront with the court, you know, and, um, you know, I think things will work out in the
0: end. Stay the course. That's right. And don't prove that other person right by don't don't cuss them out. Don't send them a crazy email or text because what they're doing is looking for evidence that they don't have. Exactly. That's coming from my personal heart to anybody and everybody that's listening. Look. Wendy, the time is chewing up. Will you come back next month so we can continue?
1: Absolutely. I'd love to.
0: How can people get in touch with you at Hernandez Family Law Firm?
1: So you can find me at HernandezFirm.com. My phone number is 602-230-2333. My email is wrh at HernandezFirm.com. And I also have a free gift for anybody who's listening and they want to log on to commandthecourtroom.com backslash fathermatters. It's my free child uh, child custody best interest checklist.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Father Matters Show. Send us your question or comments to comments, info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.